Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, July 21st. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt. Much of the focus of Missouri's Republican U.S. Senate primary is revolving around former Governor Eric Greitens. And one thing that's really important for us to recognize in this moment is that we're going to win and we are not going to become our enemies. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum breaks down the dynamics of the high-stakes contest. Temperatures are expected to reach 105 degrees this weekend, and St. Louis officials are working to make sure vulnerable people have refuge from the heat. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports the city's emergency management officials say everyone should prepare themselves for the high temperatures. Over 25 cooling centers are available in St. Louis for people to escape the heat. Most are public libraries and community centers. St. Louis emergency management officials say people should stay out of direct sunlight and limit the amount of time children and seniors participate in outdoor activities. Sarah Russell is the department's commissioner. They said people should start hydrating before this weekend. We like to encourage people to to be as ready as possible and to try and make plans for Um, You know, these warm days, make plans to check on your loved ones and your neighbors. Make sure folks are using their air conditioner if they have it. Russell says the city has utility assistance programs for those who need help with paying higher electricity bills. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Congresswoman Cori Bush is supporting her staff as they take further steps to unionize. Earlier this week, the Congressional Workers Union filed petitions for representation at the Office of Congressional Workplace Rights for eight House offices, including Bush's. They are the first group of congressional offices to seek union recognition. Bush says she's proud to stand in solidarity with her staff as they fight for union rights. Every worker on Capitol Hill and in the communities we serve will benefit from your will and your courage to organize and your push for your voice right here at work. While Congress originally granted bargaining rights to congressional staffers through an act passed in 1995, they could not implement those rights without an additional resolution, which was passed in May. St. Louis County is closing a drive through coronavirus testing location that operated for more than a year. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports the health center in North St. Louis County has seen a decrease in the number of people who want to be tested for the virus. The testing site will close on Friday, July 29th. The site on Jennings Station Road outside the North Central Community Health Center tested more than 4,000 people in the 15 months it was open. But county officials say fewer people are relying on the center's tests. At-home tests are easy and affordable to find now. The health center will offer at-home testing kits for pickup and drop-off after the drive through closes. According to county data, the number of daily tests performed on county residents dropped from more than 8,000 in January to fewer than 2,000 a day in mid-June, the latest data available. The county health department stopped reporting testing information when the state health department announced it was no longer accepting negative results from labs and providers on June 14th. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Crews have nearly finished demolishing the historic Culver House next to Powell Hall. Preservationists fought to save the structure for months, but the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra decided to demolish the house to make way for a multi-million dollar renovation to Powell Hall. Symphony representatives say the renovations will expand the orchestra's rehearsal space and create more accessible entrances. 
St. Louis resident Rebecca Bolte opposed the symphony's decision to demolish the house. She says the organization should have repurposed the structure with part of its renovation budget. I cannot believe that in the $100 million budget that they had, they couldn't figure out some way to work around the structure or incorporate the structure. Symphony officials say several pieces of the building were salvaged before demolition began and given to local nonprofit organizations. There are 21 Republicans seeking to succeed U.S. Senator Roy Blunt, but much of the attention has been around one contender, Eric Greitens. His many detractors are trying to prevent the former governor from making a comeback. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, Greitens is depending on his diehard supporters to withstand the onslaught. Governor Eric Greitens. It's a Monday night at a lively buffet in Jefferson County, and dozens of people are here to see Greitens speak. He's spending most of his stump speech criticizing President Joe Biden's domestic and foreign policies. But he's also alluding to the intense criticism he's received from his fellow Republicans. And one thing that's really important for us to recognize in this moment is that we're going to win and we are not going to become our enemies. Few other political figures produced as much intense feelings as Greitens. Since entering Missouri's electoral arena, Greitens faced controversy after controversy after controversy. That includes everything from how he secured campaign contributions to lurid allegations around an extramarital affair from 2015. More recently, he's faced allegations of abuse from his ex-wife, which he's denied and are currently playing out in a Boone County courtroom in their child custody case. After he finished shaking hands and posing for photos, Greitens said if he's able to win the GOP primary on August 2nd, it will show that he's been able to create a bond with Republican primary voters that can withstand any bit of negativity. I've been, been blessed in my life, whether it was doing humanitarian work overseas, serving as a Navy SEAL, working with veterans through the mission continues, being governor, to try and lead with courage, try and lead with compassion, and to try to demonstrate that if you really care about people, you got to care about the results that you get for them. There are five other candidates who are raising and spending serious money in the GOP primary, but two besides Greitens are considered serious contenders. The first is Attorney General Eric Schmidt, who has emphasized his actions against Biden's agenda, as well as going after COVID-19 restrictions throughout the state. The Republican attorneys general across the country are really the last firewall from this really radical agenda, and, and our office has really taken the lead nationally and taking, as I've referred, taking a blowtorch to that agenda. So I think if you look and see who's actually, you know, taking action, uh, that's certainly a strong suit for us. Another candidate with a serious shot of winning is Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler. The Harrisonville Republican is touting endorsements from U.S. Senator Josh Hawley and a bevy of agricultural groups. I was there with President Trump when we uh, secured the border and we got this economy going, lowered taxes. We stood up for our values, supported Israel, and had a very strong national defense. And so those are the things that our country needs right now, and that's what I'm talking about. Hartzler, though, suffered a setback when Trump declined to endorse her. As of Thursday, the former president has yet to pick a candidate of choice in the GOP primary. Public polling in this race has been all over the map, but Greitens, Schmidt, and Hartzler have consistently been in the top three. 
Both Hartzler and Schmidt have significantly more money than Greitens, and political action committees aligned with Schmidt have spent millions on ads highlighting abuse allegations against Greitens. Greitens' backers, like Donna Pig of Lime, say the attacks against the former governor are not affecting her. He's my hero. What happened to him as governor, that was the most evil thing they could have ever done. It was none of their business. It was a private matter. Wildwood resident Gary Wigert also doesn't buy the argument that Greitens will be vulnerable in a general election, pointing to how Missouri has gotten much more Republican in the past decade. I think he's the strongest candidate to take on the Democrats. I think Eric is who the Democrats fear. But a lot of Republicans are not sold on that argument. Some expect it will take tens of millions of dollars to pull Greitens across the finish line in November. Others concerned about a Greitens candidacy are worried about independent contender John Wood, a former U.S. attorney who will be well-funded and well-supported throughout the fall. Linda Nindick, a Republican officeholder in Lafayette County, says GOP voters have a lot to think about when they go to the polls. Our voters in, in Lafayette County are looking for people that say what they mean and mean what they say. People that we can get to know, that we can establish relationships with, that we can learn to trust. Democrats have three major candidates seeking the U.S. Senate nomination, and whether they can turn the state blue in November could depend on whether Greitens wins the nomination and if the state hasn't soured on the Democratic Party enough to prevent him from going to Washington. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. That report was edited by our own Fred Ehrlich. There's much more coverage of the elections and the primary that is coming up on August 2nd on our website, stlpr.org. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.